Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Retirement Tips Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today, I got with me Leslie Inman and Roxanne Jones, who are the retirement voices. Welcome, ladies. Thank you, Lee. Uh, Before we get too far into things, uh, can you tell me about retirement voices? How are you serving folks? Well, Lee, Roxanne and I are building a community of women who are helping each other with what we call the non-financial issues of retirement. Um, and that's what we call Retirement Voices, our community. So now how did this idea come about? What what compelled you to get this community started? Well, it started, I retired three years ago, and it started with me then. Um, I was paying attention to everybody around me who was retiring. And I noticed that people were doing it differently. Um, some people were moving into retirement really easily. Some people struggled for a while. Uh, And some people never figure it out and they're very unhappy. We probably all know some people like that. So I wanted to learn a little bit more about why people behave so differently with retirement. And Roxanne and I are friends and I knew she was thinking about her own retirement. So I asked her if she wanted to work on this with me. And of course she said yes. And we decided to focus on not the financial part of Uh, retirement, the financial planning, because there's so much already done on that. So with Retirement Voices, we're focusing on the social and the emotional aspects of retirement. Now, at the time, I was just beginning to think about retirement, and I knew I wanted to downshift to, to ease into retirement gradually versus coming to a hard stop like Leslie had done. And since I'm a freelance writer, this path made sense to me and was doable. I could cut back on my workload and stages. And when Leslie proposed this idea, learning more about how other women navigated retirement sounded like an ideal project to help me figure it out. So um, she and I had some initial conversations with our retired women friends identified some common themes, particularly around identity, relationships, and how some women struggled to find a sense of purpose after they left the working world. And every single one of the women we spoke with, and there were about 20 of them, asked if we were writing a book because it was something they wished they'd had when they retired. And there weren't any books on this topic available. So we decided to write it. Well, thank you both for doing that and and taking up that kind of work. I've been doing this retirement tips radio show for a while, and by and large, most people focus on the financial elements, and it, it was always puzzling to me that they weren't talking about the what do I do to fill my day part of this. Uh, like that was kind of mentioned as an afterthought, but everybody was focused on how do I have enough money and, and money, money, money. And I think that the meaning part of this is critical because it doesn't matter how much money you have. If, if every day you're dreading waking up because there's nothing to do, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Absolutely. We all need something to get up in the morning to look forward to. And 
you know, we decided that what we wanted to do with this, Lee, was uh, not try to be prescriptive about retirement because there are a lot of books out there that tell you not just the financial planning, but a little bit on the social and emotional. They tell you, here's the top 10 things to do or how to do retirement right. And we don't feel that there's one particular way to do retirement right. So we think it's very individual. And so we wanted to hear from a number of other women about their experiences. So we put a questionnaire up on our website, and that's retirementvoices.com. And then we published it every way we could and invited retired women from all over the world to answer. And we got uh, nearly 300 women who responded, and they come from all over the United States we also got women from 10 other countries, and we thought it was really fun that there were two women who were out cruising on their sailboats who answered our questionnaire. So we have all this wealth of material. Um, all these respondents are primarily professional women, and they come from a whole broad range of occupations. Now, um, when you ask the question, are, 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 how are you even defining retirement? Because for some people, retirement could still be working and generating an income. It doesn't have to be like, you know, living on the beach or playing tennis every day. Well, that's actually the very first question we asked in our questionnaire was how women define retirement, because it's so intensely personal and individual. And we probably got as many definitions uh, of the word as as we had women responding to our questionnaire. So what um, were some did any of the learnings surprise you? Well, in terms of the definition, um, it, it really ran ran the gamut. There were some of the more traditional um, people who who saw it as as a leaving leaving something behind, um, you know, leaving their career. Uh, there was a there was a loss associated with it. And then on the the flip side were people who saw they were going towards something, and and that's where the our next set of questions really um, opened the floodgates, if you will, and we got some great responses. Now, uh, during the interviews that I've done with folks that are talking about retirement or, or counseling people that are going through retirement, one of the issues that comes up are that the person who maybe worked a job for a period of time, part of their identity is, I am that person that worked at ABC Company, and now I'm not that person anymore. And it, there's kind of a a struggle on who am I now and um, and the idea of, of creating this new world with a new kind of purpose is daunting for some folks and they don't, you know, they struggle with this. Yeah, Lee, this is probably one of the biggest issues that people face when they retire uh, because as we all know, work is such a huge part of our lives. We spend so much time working over decades and it's how we define ourselves. You know, when we get asked the question, what do you do? We tend to tell people our job title. Um, and like you said, when we when we leave our jobs, leave our careers, one of the big questions is the who am I now question. And a lot of us have to find new purpose in our lives. And we did ask this question. We did ask this question of our respondents. And and the the respondents fell into kind of four different categories in terms of how they felt that retirement affected their sense of identity. Some said it had a negative impact and an equal number said it had a positive impact. A few said it had no impact whatsoever, 
but the majority said they were still working it through even years after they'd left their jobs. And that was a bit of a surprise. Now, um, doing this kind of research, you're finding a lot of people's issues. Is there anything that you were able to glean from this that is prescriptive and that can give them advice or suggestions um, on how to kind of power through some of these challenges? I think the, the big thing, Lee, is that it is helpful for people to think about these issues before they retire. If you are working on a Friday and that's your last day of work and you wake up on a Monday and you haven't thought about what you're going to do or who you are and what you're all about, I think it can be a real shock. And and we heard that from a lot of women who actually had some issues with sadness and depression and grief. So I think the important part on this is to spend some time thinking about who you are and what you want to do. That's that's a prescriptive thing is don't go into retirement. Well, I'll back up a minute. We all do such a good job or try to do such a good job of planning financially for retirement. The people, the women we heard from who had the most difficulty in retirement were those who didn't spend the same amount of time thinking about these other social issues. Now, is it something that maybe like, uh, and in today's world, you may not have known that you were retiring last week, you know, <laughs> this right. is a different world now. You you might have been retired and you didn't even know it yet uh, at the end of this year. So how do, do you recommend them kind of um, playing out some scenarios of retirement, maybe take some of their vacation or take a weekend and act as if? That they are retired or, or absolutely and and ideally more than a weekend. Um, you know, we've if there's a possibility that women can do what I'm doing, which is to downshift, you know, to maybe go to part time if if they're working for an employer or to um to do some consulting so that it isn't a, a jump, they don't have to jump in with both feet. They can test the waters and and get used to having some unstructured time and imagine how they want their free time in retirement to to play out. Now, do you find that uh, women struggle with the kind of the social aspect of retirement in that, uh, like I think was mentioned earlier, your whole kind of community, uh, not a lot of it was your workmates. And then now you're not part of the day to day of that. And you got to kind of come up with a new day to day with a new group of people, or, you know, you, you might be slowly eased out of kind of those insider stuff that you were a participant of. Yeah. One of the, the big issues and, and one of the surprises for the women we heard from was that they lost their work friendships when they retired. And in fact, we've we've written a blog about that uh, because what we have in common is showing up at work at the same time, maybe <laughs> every day and and working together. And then when you leave your workmates left behind, they're still working their 40, 50, whatever hours a week and you are not. And the women told us that they were surprised that there just wasn't time anymore. They couldn't find time for the, their workmates, couldn't find time for lunching or getting together after work. And so, again, this is one of those things to think about and maybe start thinking about who am I going to be wanting to spend my time with in the future? Is it is it my family? Do I have old friendships that I might want to rekindle and see if I can't spend some time with those folks? 
um, this whole issue of kind of social network and who I'm going to spend time with uh, can be a real challenge in retirement. It changes. Let's put it that way. On the plus side, however, we did hear from women that with the newfound time they had that wasn't spent at the job, their relationships with their spouse or partner, with their families, and and with women friends, perhaps not in the, the work circle, their relationships deepened. Um, they, they found that these relationships, there was more quality instead of quantity because they had the time to devote to nurturing those relationships. And that was a definite upside. So now when you two started this community, um, is it going as you planned? Is this how you saw it and visualized it? Well, I'd say yes and no. (laughs) Um, What we're primarily focused on right now is writing a book. And we're taking what all those women told us when they answered our questionnaire and putting it together in a book. So we've been spending the no that it hasn't gone the way we thought is that writing a book is a lot more work than, than we anticipated. And right now we're, we're in the process of uh, we, we decided we'd go down the traditional publishing route. So we're in the process of querying agents because we need a literary agent to represent us. So there's a lot of time on that on the yes side. There's been some lovely surprises because people have been reaching out to us like you and Stone and asking us to talk about what we know. So we've been doing a lot of podcasts, radio shows, bloggers are writing about us. Uh, we're, we're really, it's been quite, um, I guess, exciting for us to know that people want to hear about the social and emotional aspects of retirement and, and want to invite us to talk about what we know. So now um, when you decided to write the book, so the, at first, I guess the, the questionnaire was first, right? That, that came first. So you were doing that in order to kind of poll your community to see what issues were important to them. And then that evolved into the book or was the questionnaire just part of the book writing process? I think both. Um, you know, it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing. I, we we envisioned writing a book and we figured the questionnaire was the straightest line to get uh, input from women. I know the analogy we use sometimes, you know, how we see this book evolving is that it's kind of a trip advisor for women who are navigating their way through retirement or even already there in that, um, as Leslie mentioned, we're not giving specific advice, but just really sharing other women's experiences and insights, which we hope will help inform and inspire other women to know that they're not alone uh, through this journey. And now part of your community is a blog as well. Um, Can you talk about, uh, did that come about from the beginning or, or is that an outgrowth of the book and the questionnaire? Um, yes, <laughs> um, to, to both questions. Um, the blog is a way to stay in touch with people and, and have a more interactive uh, experience with women out there until the book comes out. And it comes, the blog is published every other Thursday, and it covers a, a lot of the topics that we've already touched on here today in terms of identity um, relationships, uh, how you spend your time in retirement. And we talk to experts like retirement coaches or psychologists to get their input. 
We feature stories of women who've retired, whose, whose paths have been inspiring or informative, and our own musings on our, our own personal experiences. And every now and then we do a, a, a humor post uh, just to keep things light. And then how does the community interact? Is it uh, just through reading the blog or do you do events where they maybe webinars or things like that, where there is kind of a, an interaction a Q&A or something like that? Well, with the blog, we, the, there's the comments feature and, and we've been it's been really gratifying the, the types of responses we've gotten from women who um, either relate to what we've written about or want to share their own experiences. So we know that people are listening um, and want to be part of the conversation. And we also have our social media community. So we have a Facebook page, Retirement Voices Facebook page, and we're also on Twitter. So we get a lot of interaction and, and feedback from women through those that social media content too. So if there wasn't the community, how do you think your retirement would look? A lot oh, less busy. <laughs> I'd be trying to figure out what's next. <laughs> so the Retirement Voices community is really kind of filling that gap for you in terms of purpose and identity. Good point. And, and yes, it is. It certainly is for me. And when I retired three years ago, this I figured I'd have some downtime and because I it was my third retirement. I've been through this before and I knew that I would always want a few months to catch up on my sleep and catch up with my husband and my friends and that kind of thing. But Roxanne and I went out to lunch. I think it was the week after I retired kind of as a little celebration. And I threw this idea out. And so it was like two weeks after I retired, we started in on this. So it, it really has, um, it's become a, a purpose for me too. And, and I think we keep getting such good feedback from the women that we contact and the, and the ones who talk to us in social media and on our blog that it really keeps us going because there clearly is a need to support women and to have a group of women supporting each other. And uh, when you were deciding to do this, was it always going to be geared to women or was this something that you decided somewhere early on that says, you know what, maybe this should just be a woman-only community or, or, or a, a community geared towards women? I think from the get-go, we wanted to focus on women, um, particularly baby boomer women, because we were really the first um, generation to be in the workplace in such large numbers. And therefore, we're the first to be leaving the workplace and heading into retirement in such vast numbers. And we don't have a lot of role models for how it's done. And we're living so much longer than our parents and grandparents did that we're spending 20 to 30 years in our retirement. So it's not just something where People these days, women and men, I think these days are not saying, I want to retire and go play golf or I want to retire and just hang out. It's I want to retire. And now what do I do next? So if we can help with those conversations, uh, that's really what we're all about. Yeah, I think that things have to change because, I mean, I think I read recently that the people being born now, most of them are going to live to 100 and um, you just can't retire at 50 or 60 and and just kind of be in retirement for 50 years doesn't seem realistic for most people. They're going to need to work or do something that kind of sustains them for the, you know, and literally half a lifetime 
compared to other generations. That's right. So now, um, if somebody wanted to learn more about the community, uh, can you give the website and the social uh, handles again? Well, our website is retirementvoices.com. And we're on Facebook as Retirement Voices and Twitter, the same thing. And the book is not out yet, or can they pre-order it? Like, what's the status of the book? It's not out yet, and we don't have a definite date. Uh, We're looking for a literary agent to represent us to help us find a publisher. So at this point, it's not available for pre-order, and we really don't have a definite date. But we'd love to update you as soon as we know more. And the blog is available on the website, or does that have a, a different website? No, it's on our website at retirementvoices.com. Good stuff. Well, thank you both for sharing your story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Retirement Tips Radio. Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com.